0: the irony here, or whatever it is, is that they're going to make it so that IRS, IRA, IRS agents will need to protect themselves because they're ginning up all this hatred. It's they're the ones creating the danger.
1: Well, they already have. <laughs> I mean, if you're an IRS agent, you're far less safe today than you were and a, lot a of couple of days ago when Chuck around. Grassley went on Fox and Friends and suggested that IRS agents were going to come with AR-15s loaded. To people's front door in Iowa. Someone I mean, it, it, it's just that the, it's so extraordinarily reckless. The fact that Kevin McCarthy, the head of the Republican Party uh, in the House, is saying the same thing, spreading these conspiracy theories. This is, you know, this sort of talk uh, is what led to Oklahoma City. It's what ha- led to Timothy McVeigh. And after it happens, it's too late. To pull back and say, oh, let's be responsible after it happens. Uh, And and this is this is again, this is what we were warning about the inflammatory rhetoric about uh, the search, the legal search. Absolutely. We kept warning. And sure enough. A guy tries to break in to an FBI uh, uh, office, field office in Ohio, break through the glass with a, a, a nail gun, shatter the glass and then go in and slaughter FBI agents with zar 15. Like, it's too late republicans after the next oklahoma city happens yeah. uh, and that's why i had said chuck grass i mean somebody i did, maybe she maybe mitch can't say something to chuck grassley about this but somebody in the republican party needs to pull back on this just like mike pence pulled back on the radical reckless talk Uh, regarding FBI agents and defunding the FBI and calling them the Gestapo. And again, I think, and I've just got to say this, Ben, this doesn't happen just online, (laughs) contained online with some crackpots. I've got mainstream Americans, two in the same day, talking about civil war and revolution and overthrowing The U.S. government, because IRS agents are coming to their house with AR-15s. I mean, this is a stakes and this is the Republic. By the way, nobody else is spreading this. The Republican Party is spreading this right now. They're putting not only federal employees at, at risk, but you look at the pictures of Oklahoma City and see who else died in that blast. That's what's at stake here. And by the way, I was in Congress during Oklahoma City. I saw the craziness that led up to it. We're there again.
2: Wow. Yeah, there are people, by the way, Joe, you you talk about the mainstream Republicans who are worried about this thing, but the people who are focused on action, they talk about the Oklahoma City bombing. They talk about that as an awakening for them and a blueprint. And that's, you know, more in the militia and extreme far-right spaces. But they do. They, they, They talk about that as a... Uh, As a model for them, because other than the whole bombing millions of Americans, hundreds of Americans, thing that that was uh, to them protest, Um, and that is a that's the scary part of this entire thing is that they are entering a phase where violent action is is their form of protest. Um, It is a scary time, and I just do I do want to say this: if you are somebody who at one point in your life in the future, want to disagree with Donald Trump about anything, they will come after you next. The idea that you are somehow safe because you are uh, defending their conspiracy theories right now, um, it will it will come to an end the second that you stand on some sort of principle that goes against what they have to say.
3: The problem that the Republican Party has is, is them, addicts, the former governor of Georgia, said famously, the problem with the prisons in Georgia is the quality of the inmate." the problem the Republican party has is they got really stupid people that vote in their primaries. And what, when you have that, you're going to get in really stupid people demand to have really stupid leaders. And that's where the Republican party is now.
4: Okay. It's Thursday, 18 August year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, there, you see it, what they think of you, uh, you're Timothy McVeigh on your best day and you're stupid, you're ignorant. Um, and they keep saying, "Oh, they—they're—they're going to lash out. They have to lash out. The lashing outs at the ballot box. MAGA—MAGA uh, is ascendant right now, winning everywhere with very little resources because of record turnouts in—in in Wyoming. The turnout uh, of—to of, vote uh, in the Republican primary um, for uh, Harriet was the greatest in 132 years. 132 years. You're seeing this all over. We're going to have some candidates in the next couple of days and over the weekend. Uh, from Florida and New York state as, uh, as those primaries hit next week. Um, But it just, I just want to make sure people understand this is what they think of you. This is why they're going after Trump because they fear you. Uh, Also on Rasmussen poll 50, I think it's 53%, 53% of the American people. Now we get that poll up 53, I think it's 52 or 53%. Uh, believe that the, uh, IR, the uh, FBI is the uh, uh, Gestapo, right? That they've, uh, they're they a, a police force for the administrative state. We're not trying to take down the government, okay? That's the way they position it. Vox the other day said we're a direct threat to the American state. That's quite different than the government. This is the administrative state. The IRS are going to be the goons that come in and, and try the 87000 and that's where this tax bill is. So I want Joe and Mika to defend. Why don't you guys sit there and defend how this whole uh, tax and spend orgy and and just all payoffs for all the underwater projects. Remember, this is why Elon Musk is up at uh, in Wyoming uh, kissing Kevin McCarthy's ass. He he needs bailouts everywhere. All of his businesses are underwater. They're all negative cash flow. Same thing he did when he came to the White House and I shoot him away. I said, brother, we're not we're not underwriting any of your mad. No no more of your madness. Not going to do it of course he was welcome uh, he had welcoming embraces from others uh, but not here so that's why he's up there that's what that's why they're spending orgy and they they've already said they're not going to go after the wealthy the the carried interest scam of wall street of their donors of all the people mika and joe hang out with no they t- took that passed on that but they're hiring these IRS agents as steve cortez says the joint senate committee says of is going to come from people under $200,000 so there you see it right there. They're up in your grill. Do we have the tweet from Ed Luce at the Financial Times retweeted by General Hayden? Can we put that up? I, I want you, Ed Luce is the columnist I'm always beating on on the FT, because here's the thing. The FT has an American columnist uh, in the Financial Times of London. He's always wrong about everything. Always wrong. Never right. Has not called anything in decades. Yet he's there as one of the, the, the he's got the pom-poms out for the administrative state. He essentially says that you, this audience, the voters, the MAGA voters, are the most dangerous uh, terrorists he's seen, the most dangerous movement he's seen in his life. This is a guy that's seen it all in his life. And a former CIA director, can we put it back up? The former CIA director under Bush retweets it, agrees, Hayden. Because Hayden understands that we're going to strip his pension. He's going to be called back uh he's going to be uh you know investigated uh, litigated incarcerated uh, hayden and brennan and these guys their days the days are numbered okay we're coming for you and we're coming for you at the ballot box that's what's got them so upset now they've been democracy 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 and now they're about to get their democracy suppository and they're freaking out across the board uh we got a lot to get to today i want to start in um we're going to start in georgia with uh, we didn't have time. Actually, it was not really appropriate to cover it yesterday. But I had to bring in two heavy hitters, Bernie Carrick and uh, and Vernon Jones. And I just found out. I think we're gonna have in the second hour, Bob Costello, the great lawyer, uh, will also join us. But I want to start with uh, with Vernon. Vernon, you were there riding shotgun with America's mayor. Just I know we can't talk about what happened to the grand jury. It's not appropriate. We understand that. But just give us a sense of 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 what happened yesterday. And uh, and I, I tell you, for the entire War Room audience, we want to thank Vernon Jones and Bernie Carrick for being there and having uh, Rudy's back. Uh, I know it means a lot. Uh, Rudy is the greatest guy in the world and deserves everything good that we can make sure that he gets access to. But you two guys, and and this is uh, what I say, when you're in a foxhole and in a fight, you know who you want next to you. And in any fight you can have, the Royce Whites of the world, the Vernon Jones of the world, the Bernie Carricks of the world, these are the guys you want on your side. And that's why I'm so confident no matter what's happening to us and all the chop blocks, we're ascendant and we're going to win this. Okay. Vernon Jones, uh, tell us what happened.
3: Well, first of all, I think you and I both know that America's mayor is as solid as Mount Rushmore. Uh, he came there. He faced uh, those jurors and the assistant district attorney and their staff. And he did what he was supposed to do. They called him there. He showed up. He had his attorney, his uh, had Matter of fact, uh, you mentioned one of your attorneys is going to come up shortly, uh, but he went before those jurors and he took the advice of his counsel and whatever happened then happened. But I think you and I both know that uh, you're seeing where uh, if you're a Republican, you're a conservative and you support Donald Trump, you're a target. You're a target through special purposes, special purpose grand juries. Uh, You're a target by the media. You're targeted by the FBI and the Justice Department. Why? Simply, simply because uh, you you believe in election integrity, you support the candidate of your choice, you happen to be of a particular political affiliation, and you get targeted. Um, but I'm so proud of this mayor. He is my friend. He's a uh, you mentioned Bernie Kirk. He's his friend too. I mean, you know, your friend. We we stand we stand together. Again, if we're in a foxhole, you give me America's mayor. He'll fight with you. And so. Um, It was uh, I will say this, uh, the the uh, assistant district attorney, because I never saw the district attorney, but the assistant district attorney and her staff, um, they were very, uh, very cordial, very uh, professional and uh, very courteous. But, you know, they had a job to do as well. But we got in there, we got out.
4: Uh, Bernie, uh, give us your assessment. I'll come back to Vernon uh, to talk about uh, these beatdowns we're getting from the mainstream media. But uh, Bernie, give us your assessment of yesterday. You helped coordinate this whole thing.
5: Well, first, I want to thank Vernon uh, for being there. Uh, As soon as he found out we were coming into Georgia, he said, listen, I'm there for whatever you need. Uh, You know, he escorted the mayor to the courthouse, stayed with him for the day. Um, It was a big help to us. I also want to give a lot of credit to Bob uh, Costello and Bill Thomas, uh, the mayor's council, um, who was with him uh, throughout this process. Um, great guys, did a great job.
4: Yeah, we just lost Vernon. Yeah. Um, let's go. Can I go back to Vernon? Yeah. Hey, Vernon, I, I want we'll get back to Vernon in a second. Uh, let me ask you about the, the cold opens we're getting and now the intensity. And you've seen this better than anybody. As MAGA... Rises as MAGA starts to bring in uh, a broader, you, you become more inclusive. You get more African Americans joining us. You get the Hispanic vote. Fifty. The 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 uh, progressive left in their media apparatus is going absolutely crazy. The Uniparty is is just they're incensed by what's going on. Give us your
3: assessment of that. Well, you're also seeing more uh, white Democrats who are fed up with the Democrats' policies and their foolishness. They're coming over. You're just seeing a whole coalition of people realizing that Joe Biden, his administration and the and the liberal Democrats, they are destroying this country from economic development to our, our standing around the country in terms of having respect um, all the way down to, you know, looking at what's happening at our borders. They can no longer tolerate what's happening at the borders. Uh, look at Mayor Adams in New York, look at Mayor the mayor in, in Washington, D.C. Now they're feeling the effects of what it is to have illegals coming in day in and day out. Is absorbing their resources, and all of a sudden, they're singing a different tune, and they're realizing these failed policies by the, by the administration is hurting America. Can can, can,
4: huh? can, city, can cities like Atlanta, great cities like Atlanta, can they take 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 illegal aliens come across the border, half of those being children under 15 years old? Can that happen? Could that happen, and the quality of life stay in Atlanta right now, Vernon Jones?
3: Look, uh, not only it can't happen in Atlanta, but the metro county areas to absorb that many people day in and day out. uh, Those resources that we currently have for our current legal citizens uh, would be depleted in just a matter of time. And how do we fix it? Very simple to fix it. Stop them at the border. Stop them from coming in. Uh, Steve, uh, let me tell you what's happening. now. I'm I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Even the bus lines that are bringing these illegals in, we're finding out that they are dropping them off uh, at different places before they even get to Washington, D.C. or New York. So the bus lines can get rid of them, not let them back on the bus when they say, oh, well, you're, you're near D.C., you're, you're 100 miles from D.C., get off here and uh, it's just down the road and won't let them back on the buses. We had a, a Georgia sheriff, North Georgia, Dade County. Uh, he, he followed up, they, the same thing happened in his county uh, just this week. And what the bus lines are doing they're getting them off their buses so they don't have to make the full trip and get back to Texas, Texas and get another bus load. They're literally dropping them off as they go. And they don't know anybody or have any resources.
4: Vernon, hang on for a second. I'm going to just hold you to the break. Vernon Jones joined us from Georgia. He was with the America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani, yesterday at the grand jury hearing. Short commercial break. Be back in a moment.
5: We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take
4: down. You know what's never good?
2: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
1: War room, pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
4: Okay, welcome back. MyPella.com promo code War Room. We're going to be live all weekend at the summit of all summits. Uh, we're going to be breaking news there, talking to basically every election official throughout the country's coming about how we're going to make sure we're going to close the deal. We know we're going to win, but we got it's two parts. And just like an M&A, you win the deal, but then you got to close. If you don't close, it doesn't matter. In 16, we closed. In 20, we didn't close. And we didn't close because they stole it. And to be brutally frank about it, it was pretty obvious how they're going to steal it. We should have gotten in front of that. But that's a topic for another day. Today is about how do we close in November and this entire weekend in missouri are going to be there make sure you go to mypilla.com promo code war we got every sale in the world up there buy one get one's free new products offered every day go check it out support the armor piercing shell that is mike lindell now that you got kicked out of uh big box everybody needs to supporting mypillow.com promo code worm the armor piercing shell okay I want to finish we're going to have Bob Costello Ber- uh, we dropped Bernie presidential new issue we him back up in the second hour with Bob Costello just remember this grand jury is another witch hunt on president Trump but as Vernon Jones explained which no other media explained it's an administrative this is not this is a civil proceeding this is a civil so that's why Rudy was called down there but obviously it's very important he had a fantastic team he has lawyer Bob Costello of course he had Bernie Carrick in uh, with him all day and we're so grateful for that it was Vernon Jones who is not gonna let anything untoward happen. Vernon, um, how, your social media, how do people follow you? Because this is gonna be a continual uh, top of the mind uh, story. So how do people follow you, and particularly on your new endeavors to back uh, MAGA?
3: Uh, Steve, thank you for pointing out about this special purpose grand jury. It's mostly a fact finding and a government evaluations process not to indict someone. But uh, yeah, they can go to Vernon Jones for Georgia uh, on website, all my social media, Vernon Jones for Georgia. And they can reach out. Love to uh, stay in touch with people out there. But, so but, great.
4: But, but 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 I want everybody to go to Vernon Jones for Georgia right now. Vernon's a major part of this movement. But Vernon, until we had you on the show the other day, no one had really broken that down. And quite frankly, it was you explaining it to me that the media has blown this thing up way, way out of proportion. It's not that, hey, there's not that you have to be very careful in what they're trying to use it for. As you explain, they're trying to use it to shift into a criminal grand jury. But it was your explanation, I think, that people finally understood what was going on. So thank you very much for being with Rudy. Thank you. We look forward to having you back on. Vernon Jones down in Georgia. Let's go. Now, there's all kind of issues flying around, you know, what was in the documents, what's happened in the documents. A huge case today, a huge hearing today. Uh, we've uh, pulled Boris out of meetings to join us. Boris, thank you so much for taking time away from what Boris. you guys are working on. But 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 walk through, you know, because there's everything there's all kind of things out there now. They're documents. It turns out that this was from the Durham grand jury or this is where he was going after the deep state. Other things, you know, the president saying release everything. Mike Pence is saying that we're the worst people in the world for calling the FBI the Gestapo for what they
5: did. Uh, Put this all in perspective, sir. Steve, honored to be with you in the War Room Posse today. Another vital day, big, important day. And just one more day of that sun uh, behind me. I'll be at a new new location tomorrow. Uh, here's, Here's the bottom line. President Trump was in full cooperation and compliance with every request from the DOJ. There's no doubt about it, okay? In terms of the document, there's a separate process going on where the president Declassified a huge batch of information relating to the Russia, Russia, Russia scam, and he did that, uh, you know, ba- you know, toward the end of his first term, uh, first term in office, and that's what some of the stories about are now. Now he de- declassified that information, but the National Archives are refusing to actually put that information out there, and there's been a lot of back and forth on that front in terms of letting the American people see just how contrived, just how fake the Russia hoax and the attempt to pr- frame the president of the United States and his supporters was. Well. Hold it. Hang on. So this is kind of a bombshell. So
4: the material that was declassified was related to the Russia hoax. I had to take that to be that, that this, these are papers he wanted to keep. He declassified uh, that. Not papers uh, he wanted uh, to pertain- keep. Steve,
5: and it's important. It's important to separate these things. You know the the Mar-a-Lago raid, the break-in on President Trump's home, it was, all, it was about documents. They claimed that he took, you know, from from the White House. Of course, the president has the full right and authority to declassify anything he wants. So he declassified all that, and and then you know some of the information, some of the documents went with him to uh, to Mar-a-Lago, Palm Beach, Florida. The issue in terms of declassifying Crossfire Hurricane and, and the Russia hoax is. To not just not to keep the information, it's to make it public. That was the President Trump's goal. That's what, and that's what he, yeah, that's what he did. He declassified that information in order to make it public. And now, Cash Patel, John Solomon have been appointed as representatives uh, of President Trump for the specific issue of getting this information to be released to the public as it should have been now long ago after President Trump declassified it. So there's two distinct issues here. One is, the unnecessary, unwarranted, un-American raid on the, on the president's home, and the other the other is the fact that President Trump declassified a huge batch of information, and it should have never, it should have never been kept from the public after he did that. These lion
4: scumbags, uh, this whole thing with the nuclear and what they leaked is now the, with, the, with the, what uh, Cash has been putting out, and particularly John Solomon, and now Newsweek magazine. It's quite obvious why the administrative state wanted to come back and grab this. People's heads are going to blow up. People's heads are going to blow up. We see Crossfire Hurricane. When people go through Crossfire Hurricane and actually see the documents, there are going to be, and this is why they got to grab them. So, guys, preserve your documents, because when I say investigate, litigate, incarcerate, Brennan, uh, Hayden, all you guys, save all your documents, because I just can't wait for 2023. This is a this is a bombshell. If that's what the documents are, and now you know why they're lying nonstop about oh it's nuclear codes, it's nuclear tops S I T K. These documents nonsense will be expo- will be explosive. Will be explosive and expose exactly what uh, exactly what they're about and, and how they and what they've try- what they're trying to do to this country and what they're trying to do to patriots in this country. It's outrageous. And I just can't wait. You couldn't have picked two better guys. Than John Solomon and Cash Patel. This will be quite interesting. This story is about to get a lot bigger, Boris Epstein.
5: No doubt about it. And and you know, it's what's vital is that the president, as he said repeatedly on Truth Social, he's all about transparency, right? He called for the warrant to be released. He's called for the affidavit, the one o'clock hearing today, the affidavit, the application to be released. And throughout his presidency, he declassified information that the American public deserves to know. The American public deserves to know just how obsessed the deep state was with taking down President Trump, MAGA, the war room posse, and all of us who want to put America first. That's what he did by declassifying that information, Say, yeah, hey, let's put it out there. But of course, the deep state's trying to keep it from the American public, while Merrick Garland goes up there and talks about, oh, I'm all about transparency. That is nonsense. President Trump is the leader of this country. President Trump is leading on transparency. And President Trump is the one to solve... The grave problems that our country faces in the last two weeks only prove that even further. Understanding
4: this framing that President Trump was fully cooperative, fully cooperative with the ju- with the grand jury subpoena, and back in June of the visit and said left him with, "Hey, anything else you need, call me directly. We'll, we'll right. work it. We'll f- work it out." And the framing of what potentially is actually in the documents themselves and why the FBI would want to get their hands on it asap. That's a great framing for this affidavit. I just when the affidavit comes out, when it's released, even in its redacted form, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go through it line by line. And knowing the two framing devices there, you'll see the lies and misrepresentations exactly the the acts of commission and omission the that the FBI it, right. that what withholding what they do. This goes back to what they did in the FISA courts. They, they they tee it up that these judges can't they can't make anything but the decision they want because they're false and misleading. And if Mike Pence doesn't think that's Gestapo-like tactics, Mike Mike Pence, the choir boy, you need to get into the real world, okay? You need to get into the real world because uh, your your cowardice in being a simp is actually quite dangerous. Uh, Boris Epstein, how do people get to this explosive? The hearing's today at 1 o'clock, and I take it,
5: is that going to be at 1 o'clock today? Well, hearing's at 1 o'clock. Ruling may not come today. And, you know, the general assumption is that the the, the judge will not rule to release the affidavit. But let's hope that he does the right thing. He follows the call of President Trump and the overwhelming majority of the country and does release the affidavit, no doubt about it. My information, BorisCP.com. Sign up right now, hot on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Hot on Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on True Social at Boris. And the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless, and I'll see you this afternoon.
4: Okay, I'll have more to say about this Let's play the, let's play the CDC open. Do we have enough time to play that? Can we play it?
1: Let it roll. Scathing rebuke of the CDC from the agency's own director. Dr. Rochelle Walensky says the agency failed to respond quickly enough to the COVID pandemic and that it needs to be overhauled. NBC News national correspondent Gabe Gutierrez has details.
5: This morning, a sweeping reorganization of the CDC is underway after the agency's director offered a stunning rebuke of its COVID response. Dr. Rochelle Walensky now says in our big moment, our performance did not reliably meet expectations.
2: We learned some hard lessons over the last three years, and as part of that, it's my responsibility, it's the agency's responsibility
1: to learn from those lessons and do better. That report. So guys, yes, this was a once-in-a-century phenomenon, this pandemic, but that's why the CDC is there. In theory, that it's prepared yeah. for something there like this. Um, the messaging was, was confusing. Over okay, time. hang on for
4: a second. We're, we've got more of that to play, and we're going to do- to the commercial break but I've got in uh, what we're going to bring on is dr. Naomi Oph and Robert Malone there uh, uh, and there many individuals have been part of this McCullough dr. Alexander I can't you know I could sit here for 30 minutes naming names of uh, those that uh, really heroes that stood up against the onslaught much to the professional demise they were demonized um, you see how the administrative state works a scathing report on the CDC, a major restructuring of the CDC. Why, that, why was that brought about? Because of the relentless hammering by people like Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Naomi Wolf. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to have those two individuals join us and talk about the restructuring of the CDC next in The Word. We will Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. This is emergency food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. It not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $2.50 a meal. And it will stay at that price today. Tomorrow and in years to come, when food prices may be out of control, that f- few of us can even afford to eat. In other words, you'll lock in affordable food for years to come. Now, think about that. You can lock in the price of food today for years to come. Right now, save $250 on a three month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply is offering their lowest price in years to keep you into food that's cheap this will help you fight inflation so go to preparewithbannon.com right now preparewithbannon.com lock in these prices at today's prices preparewithbannon.com do it now use your agency action action Action. years have proven that we need to be prepared we constantly see government overreach attacks on our communication An energy grid, worldwide conflict, natural disasters, and the never-ending assault on our security and privacy. Having reliable communications is essential. Don't get caught without reliable communication. And I'm here to tell you, your fragile cell phone simply won't cut it. It will not cut it. That's why I've partnered with the Satellite Phone Store, so you can stay prepared and assure your vital communication stays private. They're one of America's largest satellite telephone companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. Right now, they have a special promotional offer when you go to sat123.com slash Bannon. That is sat, S-A-T, 123.com slash Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Get a free Amerisat satellite phone, 150 monthly minutes, free United States domestic number, and free rollover minutes for only ninety nine ninety five plus tax per month with an annual agreement. Now go to SAT, that's S-A-T-1-2-3.com, sat 123com sat 123com slash Bannon, and get your device today. Don't put it off. Life can change in an instant. That's SAT123.com slash Bannon. Do it today.
1: Take action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
6: The epidemic
2: is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
1: War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
4: Okay, we try to specialize here in signal, not noise and making sure you get the information you need uh, to be able to uh, carry on in your personal life and particularly your community's life and your nation's life. Because remember, this is a show for citizens um, and people that understand the value of their citizenship and how they have to. They have duties, responsibilities, but there's also value to this. Uh, That was a bombshell kind of from Boris. We're going to make sure we frame that correctly and get information out about it. But it only heightens this one o'clock hearing today. And look, this is kind of what uh, the Harvey Rishes and the Dr. Malone's and the Naomi Wolf's, what had they been arguing from when they started coming on the show in uh, some of them as early as February of, and some, right, uh, Dr. Stephen Hatfield came on on our very first show on what, January 20th of uh, of, of 2020, the very first war room pandemic. Uh, What, there has been one consistent think through through line let's get all information out to the public the public are big boys and girls let's get all information out to the public and we're going to have to think this thing through on the fly but if we get information out there and treat people like adults we'll work through this right we'll work through this in the very first days of this we'll work through this but you got to get the information you can't have as naomi wolf calls it a priest cast that kind of keeps this information and all you do is get the fauci uh, dictates or diktats that always kind of change as time goes on. I want to bring in Dr. Robert Malone. And if this is this audience's victory. Uh, my point is we're winning. You know, I'm almost getting tired of winning. We're, to quote a famous president. You're having wins everywhere. And you're having wins everywhere because we keep putting forward to you truth tellers and smart people and you have their back and you're pushing out. You're becoming a force multiplier. This CDC restructuring it, it looked like it dropped from the heavens, but this is something that's been worked on. Dr. Malone, and this is a victory for this audience, just like what Naomi Wolf and the crowdsourcing of the Pfizer documents. You're having things change because you have your shoulder to the wheel and you're not going to back down. And they understand that. So, Dr. Malone, tell me, how did the new head of CDC what was her what was her Damascene moment? What was her road to Damascus that all of a sudden she came out with this report, or at least the media is playing it. She came out with this report that she's arguing for a major restructuring of CDC because they dropped the ball before she took the watchovers. Essentially, how it's being played, Doctor Robert Malone.
0: All of the corporate media is positioning this as a action by Rochelle Walensky. It absolutely is not. What's happened, from my read is two members of the senior executive service one is her chief of staff one is from a different branch of hhs have stepped in and done analyses and reports in one case from the outside ses that kink was brought in uh they interviewed over 100 different pdc staffers they developed reports and i think we now know uh i infer that These are the reports that were behind that anomalous New York Times story in which it was acknowledged that the CDC is hiding data and has become politicized. I suspect, from just the way things work in the government, that what we had was leaks to the New York Times related to these two reports as a way to try to be a forcing function. Because what's in the New York Times statement in that President's Day drop is basically all the key points in these two reports. Now you asked the question. Thank you very much, Cameron. Well done. Uh, the um, uh, uh, reports. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I was so distracted by his his technical brilliance in getting that up there. I lost my train. Um, okay, so so uh, these these reports. I think the forcing function, in particular. There's been a number of, of polling actions out, including on July 7th, the drop from the Pew entitled Americans reflect on nations COVID-19 response. Fewer than half the country say, more than half say the country has given the right amount of priority to the needs of K-12, public health, quality of life, blah, blah, blah. I think that what has happened is they're looking forward to November and with Shell Walensky and the CDC have become a liability. Now, what's fascinating is not only were these two reports performed by SES, you know, senior SES staff that were brought in, but then um, the outside SES appears to have brought in, that's James McRae from Health Resources and Services Administration. What the action item is, is they've set up a committee that ostensibly is going to report to Walensky, is going to be headed up by a former... Uh, Obama official uh, and uh, who works for exactly the agency that uh, the SES worked for that was brought in from the outside that would be Don O'Connell I'm sorry not that's a wrong person um uh, that's the new uh, Asper uh, director um he, uh, so they they brought in um, uh, a former Obama official, who uh, was I think Assistant Director HHS, worked for the same branch as the SES. She's setting up a committee that is going to basically quote advise and direct uh, Walensky on how to run the CDC. I think that what this reflects is a failure of the executive, the chief executive, to take a prompt action against a failing uh, director Rochelle Walensky, and instead the SES has stepped in, done their studies, made their case, and implemented a strategy that allows Walensky to stay in place while they uh, basically operate from behind and below. And in terms of her leadership on this, this is clearly reactive. This is not leadership. This is, if anything, leadership from behind. Over.
4: Uh, Dr. Mo, thank you. Uh, by the way, for p- p- the audience out there, SES means Senior Executive Service. It's Kind of when you get above like GS twelve or thirteen, these these are the senior most permanent it, this is members a,
0: above GS fifteen. Uh, yeah, you would it's GS
4: fifteen. You would you you would say that these are the senior members of the administrative state. These are the permanent. That's these, the senior are, level.
0: This is the administrative state in in its in its full florid embodiment stepping in? To, uh, intervene because of an executive branch that's failed to act. That's the way I interpret
4: but, it. But, but, but no, no, no. But you made a, you made the most salient point was this is about getting ahead of November. They understand yep. the peasants with the pitchforks in this audience are saying, "Hey, we're not having this again." And and Dr. Naomi Wolf has been such a, a great thing, particularly about Dr. Walensky. They're getting ahead of November. Because they understand what this is why Tony Fauci is talking about retiring. This is why Collins retired last year. They're trying to get ahead. They're trying to do their own, you know, reshuffling to get ahead of what's going to happen when, uh, by the, by when we way, take Steve, over the house. Yes, sir.
0: I had a visit from a ds fifteen six, So, you know, that's Brigadier General uh, level on the farm the other day so that we could be confidential. Apparently, Francis Collins is back in there. and He's busy conniving within the executive branch scheming uh, to direct who's going to be his replacement and Tony's replacement. He's not out of, of
4: the course. picture. Of course. No, he'll never be out of the picture. That is the puppet master. Let me go to the, thanks for that update. Hang on for a second, Dr. Malone. Let's go to Naomi Wolf. Naomi, uh, you've seen it. They had the selective leaks. In fact, we talked about this months ago. They had the selective leaks to the New York times. This is all teed up. They're trying to make this look like, oh, they're responding to what the faults are. It's the farthest thing from that. Is it not Dr. Naomi Wolf?
6: Yeah, I totally agree with Dr. Malone's analysis. That's a thousand percent how things operate behind the scenes. This is clearly not something Dr. Walensky wanted. Um, it, it is cleaning house um, and and disempowering her, kind of whatever the female version of emasculating her is as a leader and setting up a committee um, to direct uh, the CDC after let us know, I would just add to what Dr. Walensky have brilliantly expressed, um, The CDC is facing some major, major uh, assault right now um, in Dr. Walensky's leaderships, some from this community. uh, She's responding to a a, a grand jury investigation demand by Senator Kim Thatcher, Senator Linthicum of Oregon State Senators, and Dr. Um, Henry Ely, which has moved forward, and they it, we're now at the end of the sixty days they had to respond to their demand. What they accused them of was willful misconduct, and meaning her, she's named in this, right? It was a subpoena to her that she received personally, as far as I was informed, um, to uh, to provide um, documentation of what seems to be her having unlawfully handed over data to a third party for profit, not for profit, um, to to create analyses, that's not the chain of custody of, of government data. Um, and it, and it, it led to misstating all kinds of things about the scope and the nature of the pandemic. Um, the other thing they're responding to is a lawsuit, or probably a bunch of lawsuits, following the um, America First Legal Freedom of Information Act that showed her employee, Carol Crawford, coordinating, again, unlawfully, violating illegally First Amendment rights of American citizens, including yours truly, um, but other commentators uh, who were singled out by the CDC um, improperly coordinated with Twitter and it appears with YouTube and Facebook and receiving $15 million in benefit um, the CDC did uh, in terms of Facebook ad credits, which are very, very valuable, um, in order to smear American citizens, including yours truly. Um, So all of that communication and more is gonna come out in discovery. Uh, So she's facing very embarrassing revelations in discovery on at least two fronts. Um, So absolutely, they need to rebrand the CDC and say, well, it's really not Rochelle Walensky in charge. Don't worry, everyone. It's this unnamed group of, uh, you know, this committee really making the decisions. The thing that worries me, it seems kind of, it is a victory for us because they're clearly reactive, right? And we have to keep pressing the offensive, especially legally. However, it's also very concerning because if you look at what the revamp consists of, it's even more authoritarian. It, it's yeah, kind a, of discards. Layers of H- hang, hang, hang on, normal what,
4: uh, Naomi, hang on, because I'm going to lose Malone. Uh, Malone, let's go to her point. The revamp itself is actually the opposite of what we would <laughs> what 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 the folks with pitchforks and torches want. Right. It's actually more authoritarian. Uh, Correct. In that read.
0: Yes, she's got it exactly right. And by the way, Mary Wakefield is the American nurse that used to be in the Obama administration that's now going to be running CDC from within this committee. Uh, Naomi is exactly correct. The bottom line of what the board is recommending, uh, uh, hold on to your britches here, is the CDC's problem is they don't have enough money. They need more money and they need more power, particularly over the state. (laughs) Uh, they they need the ability to mandate from the states data uh, because they're not getting what they really need. That's the that's the sum of it. I, I'd love if you allow me to just read this one line uh, from Harvey Rish's analysis: CDC's sure. ludicrous makeover. Harvey says, "Quote the CDC's announcement covers everything except the fundamental problem to which the director and the external reviewers are blind: industry subservience." And epidemiologic incompetent. I couldn't say it any better myself.
4: Hang, hang on. Uh, Dr. Malone, No, you got to go, but just stay through the commercial break and we're going to get you all your coordinates and we're going to turn it back over to Naomi. We're going to try to also get Dr. Harvey Risch for this afternoon and some of the others. This team, and, and here's why I'm so proud. Uh, the forcing function was uh, this team of Naomi Wolf and Dr. Malone backed by the war posse continue to put pressure on them They've come out and they've actually revealed their true self. The 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 uh, the, the changes they want is more money and more, actually more power. You do have to admire the chutzpah of the administrative state. It's gonna be up in your grill. That's why I go, it's not a deep state. It's an administrative, it's in your face. Their response is actually to make a super CDC. Short commercial break. Naomi Wolf, Dr. Robert Malone next.
2: Okay, welcome
4: back. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Also, we're going to play, we've got a three-minute video we're going to play in the second hour about this summit. Of all summits, I'll be out there live all weekend in Springfield, Missouri, uh, with a, a, I think a 1,000 election officials to go through this entire um, event. Make sure that we close the deal on November 8th. We have to close the deal. Just for the audience, here's what you need to know right now, that because of your work supporting the Malones, the Harvey Rishes, the Naomi Wolfs, the Dr. Alexander's, the Dr. McCullough's, and in dozens and dozens of more McCullough's, you know, Bobby Kennedy, the Children's Health Defense, all of it, all of it. And, and by the way, each one with a different political philosophy, they've all come together in fighting this. The CDC to get ahead of the November elections, understanding the red tsunami that's coming, has this report. And in the report, they're putting out, they're going to throw out, hey, we're not backing off. We want more money and more power, more centralization. Heck with the states. Heck with devolving this power back. And and, and by the way and even less, uh, even less accountability and less visibility. So this is going to be a massive fight because this is when I talk about deconstructing the administrative state, this is exactly what we're talking about. And so tomorrow at six o'clock, we're gonna turn the entire show over to people like Dr. Malone, Dr. Wolf, we'll have some others on to go through the analysis of this report, exactly what they're saying, and the beginnings of what a new CDC will look like because that's the bit in the ask right as we say on wall street and this is going to be a massive massive fight starting beginning of next year so this uh, we always give you signal not noise you're ahead of this you've caused this because your support dr malone you got a great piece up on substack how do people what are your coordinates how do people get to you and we look forward to seeing you back here at at six o'clock tomorrow night
0: quickly but i want to emphasize something you just said steve uh lack of accountability that's the classic DC play. It's why you create a committee like this, because nobody can point to it. Uh, you can find the Substack at rwmalonemd.substack.com. There's the title, Rochelle Walensky Gets an Intervention. And uh, of course, I'm always on Getter, R.W. Malone MD. Thank you.
4: You're amazing, Dr. Malone. Thank you very much. Thank you for the heads up on Collins. We know Collins' hands is all, about, all behind this. Uh, Naomi, I want to talk uh, about your work. We only got a couple of minutes, but what you guys have been forcing as far as the research from the pharmaceutical. I mean, you've been exposing, quite frankly, not just the FDA, but the the CDC's lack of really uh, giving people real time information. I mean, when you read what you guys are doing, your head blows up. Why was the CDC not out in front of telling us this. Talk to us about how your research and what Daily Cloud is doing with the War Room Posse, the 3,500 and the 250 lorries in driving what I call a forcing function to actually force CDC to finally admit. And here's what I admire about the administrative state. They're going to throw down hard. They understand what's coming. They want to get ahead of it and go, boom, okay, here's where we are. We'll take the high ground and let the peasants, let the peasants come for us. Ma'am.
6: Sure, so... What you've got to understand before I answer that question is that the newly restructured CDC wants to do away with science in the sense that they want more preprints, meaning not peer-reviewed data, rushed to the message shop at the White House or at the CDC uh, so that they can say whatever they want with non-peer-reviewed backup. Remember you and I have been saying for the last year and a half, the CDC doesn't link the data. They don't link the peer-reviewed studies to back up the nonsense they're proclaiming. So this is their way of getting around people like us saying, where are the data? They'll just rush preprints, which are not peer reviewed into, into messaging and thus into your local media. Um, the other super scary thing is that she said they want to focus more on public health interventions and pandemic preparedness. That means rolling out the next pandemic, next pandemic, the next pandemic without any checks scientifically. Um, so it is scary. So now moving to the, the uh, 3,500 volunteers, Um, Yeah, they're doing extraordinary work. Uh, There was a mistake in a report that we posted about miscarriages. We corrected it as soon as we found out. Um, The correction is up on dailycloud.io. But later today, we're going to be having a webinar with Amy Kelly and uh, Dr. Robert Chandler to talk about the range of evidence that miscarriages are up in multiple places in the Pfizer documents and other reporting, um, such as very good reporting by Etana Hecht. So we did get that one um, item wrong, or our author did, we corrected it. But nonetheless, across the the bulk of both the ARS and um, Pfizer data, we're seeing signals around miscarriages, vaginal bleeding, um, spontaneous abortions. So we're going to dive deeply into that. Um, I guess what time, the other hold, thing hold, hold, really
4: hold on, what, hang on. Hang on, hang on. What time is the webinar? Want everybody to get in their calendar? Because we have so many of the artist members that are fascinated by this. What time is the webinar and how yeah. do they get to it?
6: It's gonna be three o'clock and it's going to be a Google Meet, um, but we'll do it, I guess, instead on Zoom so that people can call in. We were planning to just do it as a as a kind of standalone on Google Meet, but we'll do it on, on Zoom and I'll post the coordinates on Daily Cloud before three o'clock. Um, and we'll go over all of the different uh, signals that we've got about miscarriages. Um, but I wanna also uh, highlight Some of the stories now, looking back at 3,500 volunteers, they've broken stories that are now part of the conventional wisdom that I think really collectively helped drive this reaction from the CDC. Um, And certainly, you know, the FDA is nowhere to be seen, as you may have noticed, as they're dealing with incoming um, breaking news. These volunteers have um, broken stories ranging from Dr. Chandler, a a highly respected uh, medicine doctor who's treated the lakers and the angels his report that you can read showing that these ingredients um, go to every organ in the body and accumulate in the ovaries again he doesn't show that they leave the body leave the ovaries so this is one huge red flag that could explain the menstrual problems women are having the fertility problems that women are having um they broke the story of the fda um i'm sorry pfizer needing to hire 2400 new uh new investigators and and, uh, um, employees to handle the flood of adverse events they were getting. They broke the story that the Pfizer documents showed that the vaccines didn't work and that they, to stop COVID. And and that Pfizer knew that a month after rollout. Um, Dr. Rob Chris Flowers broke a really important story that again is now conventional wisdom. Everyone understands this. It's a big reason why the injections of children are flat. Um, He showed that Pfizer knew and the FDA knew that 35 minors um, had I, I, sustained I, I, heart damage a week after expected Naomi all just they Naomi
4: hang, Naomi hang on one second to take a short 90 second break when we we'll be back Dr. Naomi Wolf, Captain Brandon Williams, and of course surprise for Birch Gold next. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants War Room Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart, you need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.
1: Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for
0: all of us.